Hi guys, welcome to my second episode. So today's second episode's title is Relationship Regrets. I hope you enjoy. So here it goes. What an interesting topic to talk about, one may say. Or someone out there might be wondering why I want to talk about it and if it has any connection or relations to the prime purpose of the podcast, which is mental health. Stop wondering and take heed of what I'm going to say right now. The time you wasted being in that emotionally, mentally, psychologically, and physically abusive relationship, that delay that you took waiting upon your toxic partner, that is your girlfriend or boyfriend, to change and become a better person, all because you love and care about them, but they clearly do not feel the same way for you, does not mean you're denied in finding another partner who is loving, supportive, cares for your needs and desires, which is nothing but the best for you and treats you like the utmost queen or king you are. Hashtag a complete opposite. You may say in your heart that this Michelle podcaster does not know what she's saying. She watches too many Indian and Korean series. And yeah, Okay, I do watch them, I admit, but clearly here I'm saying that there's no perfect partner out there. You may think that I'm saying there is, but there's no perfect partner. But there's actually imperfectly perfect partners out there. Yeah, let me pose. Some of you may be wondering, what is an imperfectly perfect partner? Let me elaborate. A perfectly perfect partner is someone who has their flaws and yes they do show those flaws once in a while but they try their utmost best to change when they are told to do so. How sweet is that? Unlike those toxic partners who tell the companions that is how I am, that is how I was brought up, I've never experienced such good love and they will never change. I may not be a love expert or anything or even Cupid But my spirit says the Lord. Amen, church. I should preach and ponder on this topic thoroughly. Yes, I do have experience. Some experience. Like, what are you saying? Like, we all do relationships. Who doesn't do it? But anyways, let me share with you what I know. So, embrace yourselves. I'm sure we all have been in relationships with people who do not love us enough and hide behind their fake facade insisting that they care about us and they'll do anything for us or they'll even change their atrocious acts for us no matter what era those people would be lying straight up to our faces who is tired of those statements certainly i am those toxic partners deserve god to judge them not us Those toxic partners need God to vindicate them and liberate them from everything they have been doing to us. For all those who have been in toxic relationships for months or even years, no matter how hard it is, you just need to forgive them. Like you're a Christian. Like you believe in God. And God is forgiveness. So be forgiveness. Be that person who forgives and let them go. What goes around surely comes around. That's the the thing. Whereby you forgive, but 
God would definitely punish that person somehow. Forgiveness is not for yourself. Sorry. Forgiveness is not for the other person. But it is surely for yourself. Do not beat yourself up for staying in that relationship for a long time. It wasn't your fault. Okay. Let me not sugarcoat this. Yes, it was absolutely your fault. Like, girl or boy, who told, who held the knife on you to keep dating that fellow and be mistreated badly all the time? And you, you thought, in quotes, you were in love. And the person would change by your request. But you gave them numerous chances and they did not change. So move on. You deserve so much happiness, love. You're amazing. Like your father in heaven. God is amazing. So no one has the audacity to treat you in that manner. I mean no one. It is inhuman. That person is an absolute monster. Yes, I do know that the background of your partner is mostly influenced by the type of love they experienced or they saw growing up, like the love between their parents. Some would have been left by their mothers or fathers and then see the pain of the parents left behind and then enforce that pain, inflict that pain onto their future partners. Okay, I understand that it was tough growing up to that, seeing your mom being left behind by your dad and her always crying and sobering. But you can you can change that. You can be the better person. Be the complete opposite. The loving and amazing partner. Let me give you a perfect, practical, real-life example of my dad. Hashtag major shout-out to you, dad. My grandfather had two wives. You know how African culture and polygamy and stuff. Imagine the agony and the pain my father felt when, when his father, that is my grandfather, took another wife and left his mother, that is my grandmother. He went through so much seeing his mother in tears every day. But you know what? My dad did not implement or implicate such culture. He became the most loving and I can safely say the most perfect partner for my mother. I can literally say that he treats her like a complete goddess and queen. He did not let my grandfather's acts ruin him. He worked to be better, so you can do the same. Aim to be the best partner to your girlfriend or boyfriend. Yes, my dad does ha- does have his flaws, there and there, but he always promises to change whenever he acts inappropriately or out of character, and it does change. How amazing is that, y'all? Your, your partner is out there, that amazing partner who would treat you the right way and go the extra mile to put a smile on your face and keep it there always. Just stay attentive. Open those Asian, African, American eyes of yours. If I forgot any continent, I'm really sorry. My geography is bad. Anyways, my fellow Delians, let me tell you about my favorite heartbreaking song, which can be of use to this podcast episode huchapa hashtag proudly zimbabwean most of you may ask what does that mean okay so the english translation is untidiness so this song was sang by a zimbabwean artist called k chaps major shout out to you guy okay take it of what i'm going to say right now i hope you're following so there's this lyric i like and it says Literal English translation. It says that the problem with your heart is that it is untidy. It is filled with filth. 
So if I put on my literature hat on, metaphorically, this means that your heart is filled with so much bitterness, deceit, deception, dishonesty, pain, etc. towards your partner. So change all that. Don't have such a heart. Love is meant to be an amazing type of feeling, filled with joy, enthusiasm, and happiness. My other favorite song is Lose You to Love Me by Selena Gomez. Major shout out to you. She's my favorite. Hashtag best healing song ever to listen to when you're heartbroken. The lyrics that touch my heart and soul and body and everything are Two months you replaced us like it was easy. Made me think I deserved it in the thick of healing. Would always go into it blindly. I needed to lose you to find me. This feeling is killing me softly. I needed to hate you to love me. To love love. To love love. I needed to hate you to love me. So to all the those toxic toenails of Satan called partners out there who are in the form of other human beings portraying themselves as decent crooks who definitely cut you off or lose y'all to restore the, sa- the self-love and self-confidence we once had. Truly, if we loved ourselves more, we wouldn't let our- ourselves go through such horrid exuriating pain through the hurtful words they say distorting our emotional state the bruises and scars they inflict on us through their anger and rage that they give us um through their beatings disrupting and disfiguring our physical state love yourselves y'all you're worth so much and deserves so much better and there's better out there trust me like so much better out there anywho i will talk about relationship goals next week so that i don't normally uh, focus on the fact that there there are so many relationship regrets actually there are relationship goals out there so i'll talk about it next week anyways don't forget to keep on following my podcast um anyways in conclusion I end with this. So biblically on relationship regrets. I sound like what they normally say on a series like previously on. <laughs> um, okay. So biblically on relationship regrets. We have the Jacob and Leah saga. Jacob loved Leah. No, I'm so sorry. Jacob loved Rachel. Rachel, not Leah. Love at first sight. He went to the extent of working 14 years to get her. Initially, it was seven years, but Laban, Rachel's father, gave him Leah. Leah, imagine, was mentioned in the Bible as ugly, just because she was the oldest, so she had to get married first. But still, Rachel was Jacob's love, not Leah. But anyways, Jacob portrays the delay does not mean denial principle. The delay that Laban gave him to get Rachel gave Jacob so much zeal and enthusiasm and vigor to work for another seven years in order to get Rachel. That delay did not deny him to win Laban over to get his actual wife, that is Rachel. So, guys, there's someone made just for you out there. Just don't lose sight of it. Thank you. Ghost. I'll remember we should always be ghosts, but I'm better off alone.